up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. From 104.5. Ever get a bit of advice from somebody and you hear it and you go, okay. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. And then maybe days later, weeks later, months later, maybe even years, years later, later. You're like, ah, I should have taken that advice. Uh, tell us what that was for you. For me? Yeah. When I became friends with somebody and they were surprised that we were friends and they said, okay, we'll be careful. I'm like, hi, we're having a good time, whatever. And uh, and then uh, it blew up. And I now, going back in time, I realized all the uh, bad things that were done behind my back. And someone said, I, I was very surprised. This is the thing, Jamar. They say to you, yeah, I was surprised that you guys were friends. The advice was not to be friends with that person. That's the advice. Wow. That was well, advice. What was the uh what were the red flags this person was did they give you red flags or did they just say, Hey, no stay away from that person? No red flags. The, the only red flag that if I look back is this person didn't didn't speak highly of other people a lot. <laughs> not not on a constant basis. But there was always a problem with somebody. I thought so I thought, Oh, she's just sharing that with me but in in real that she was doing that about me to other people yeah and not yeah. telling the truth it's only a matter of time when yeah. somebody who's that gossipy and chatty about oh, other yeah. people till till the focus is on you that's they right. talk about everyone around them that's right yeah. so I, I had a moment with her and i said if i hear something like this again there will be no conversation about this i will go silent mm-hmm. and it happened again and that's been five years which is sad because a great many great things happen but now are they real like, did they really happen in the truest sense that I remember them, right? Because maybe it was for that moment, and then it was talked about oh, you mean in bet- a negative tone. Between the two of you? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that that hurt. That really hurt. I thought, gee, I thought I was old enough to know what a good friend was it, at my age. Listen, people are people. No matter how old you get, yeah. people are people, good and bad. Yeah. I, I, that's what I'm starting to realize. Like, some of the things that happen when you're younger. Yeah. Are still the same things that happened in the middle, and yeah. probably the same things that happened in the end. But where was the radar? Anyway, yeah. listening to good friends, if you consider, I always say this: consider the source. They've been good to you, and they're telling you something. Listen. Yeah. You can make a decision on, but listen. What about you? Buy the crypto, dump the crypto. I was told to buy crypto early on. I didn't buy early, and then I was like, "All right, I'll buy. I'll buy." And then everyone started dumping. They're like, dude, get rid of this stuff. And I was like, no, 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 I think it's going to come back. Right. And then it did it. So I bought when it was cold, and I sold when it was cold. <laughs> I should have listened to it. Like, it's Who just... was the person? There was one or two of your friends that did that? Uh, Who gave you that info? It was a group. We have like a little... We have a little, uh, like, a WhatsApp group of, like, investment yeah. ta- talk where we just, yeah. like, you know, throw ideas back and forth. And at one point, really, really early on, years ago, they were all getting in on Bitcoin and some of the earlier coins. Yes. And I was just like, ah, I don't know about this. And they all made money on it, ah. except me. And then when I got on, I didn't make any money. And when they all got off and cashed out, I was like, no, nah, I'm going to wait it out. Ah. And it just kept going down and down ah, and down ah. and down. So anyway, into the cryptosphere, my money went. We always make some kind of mistakes through our lifetime. But when oh. we look back, we went, why did I see the red flags? Yeah, man. Yeah. You could tell us uh, the ones that happened to you. Uh, it's Chum1045 texting at 104536. Uh, we're going to tell you about... Uh, Jennifer Lawrence and what she said uh, the advice she got from Adele that she should have listened yeah. Turn up Marilyn Dennis and Jamar Podcast It'll get you feeling good from 104.5 Hey Law Jennifer Lawrence had the fir- the same uh, issue she revealed that she got advice from Adele Right Adele 
Adele. Um, Adele. However it's saying. Um, she, she got advice from her that she wished she had taken, and she did not. Um, anybody see the movie Passengers? I did. Was it bad? Was It It wasn't my thing. I don't know why I watched it, because I saw it. I like I liked Jennifer so much, I went, this is a weird, weird movie. Sci-fi then, drama with uh, Chris Pratt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the two of them had chemistry. There's no doubt about that. But I thought it was really flat. In fact, it was so flat, I don't remember much of it. But it was odd. And I, I just and I thought maybe I'm this is not my genre. I didn't think it was from good. what I'm reading, I feel like I would have liked it as about like going into space or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, that's just my jam. A relationship. But, but it wasn't good. Yeah. Um Adele appa- apparently told her not to do that movie. And uh, she said, uh, she quoted, uh, I feel like space movies are the new vampire movies. Why are they like a dime a dozen kind yeah. of cliche and you know, they're not really that creative or thoughtful? Yes. So Jennifer Lawrence didn't listen to her, and now she says that that movie began a a pattern of just doing movies that had nothing to do with the creativity, and it was just her playing roles that really didn't resonate with her. Uh huh. That being one of them, then Dark Phoenix, uh, Red Sparrow. I did see. It wasn't one of her best. Yeah, uh, yeah. that wasn't, was it? Nah. Oh, it yeah. Was, after that, it was kind of a tumble. Yeah, it was. Just, she was just doing all yeah. these movies that were yeah. just kind of like, eh. Yeah, and that weird. was around the time when Jennifer Lawrence was just known for being. Jennifer Lawrence out there and, and not really being spoken about, you know, based on her her acting uh, abilities. You know what I mean? Yeah. It no, was all the right. controversy around her. I think didn't those pictures get released of her too around that time too? Something like that. A there lot of things happened. There was something with Chris Pratt and her that there was rumors about that. It was it wasn't about you're right. It wasn't about the uh, the the project she was doing. It was about the people she was involved in and yes, she's just being goofy. It was everything about yeah. Jennifer Lawrence yeah. and not really the substance. That's so right. She said she wished she would have uh, listened to Adele yeah. and taken that advice and not done that movie. Yeah. But she's back. Uh, she was in Don't Look Up. Which got some Academy yeah. Award, uh, award noms. That was good. Yeah, she's got a new movie. I think something on Netflix too that's getting great reviews as well. Mm-hmm. So you know, I mean, it, it, we have to see the uh, bad stuff to get to the good stuff sometimes. Yep. You know, and sometimes again, I say considered stories. What about you, Azalea? What did you do? Did you- I think for me, it was going to university without having a full-on plan. Like uh, I wish I knew what I wanted to do yeah. back then. But then again. All of those bad decisions yeah. led me to where I am now. So who's to say that I would have been successful if I started immediately, right? Yeah, that's so, right. That's right. So maybe I had to go through all of that. But I did go to university initially for uh, psychology and criminology. Yeah. And then I kept changing my minor. I changed my major. And I was just like, what am I doing? I hate this so much. I can't learn it's, like that in a lecture hall. It's such a weird part of your life to make such massive decisions. Yeah. Right after high school. I did the same thing. Like, right. you know, you, you declare a major. They're like, I don't know. Like, I'm only. You just got to pick something they that sounds cool. They talking to you about this, though, when you're 14. I know. Like, And then 15 and 16. Okay, now you got to talk worst, about where you're going to go. It's terrible. Worst timing ever. <laughs> it's ever. Yeah. Like, I, don't yep. even know, I don't even know if I like the boy next door yet alone. I don't even exactly. know what I want to be for the rest of my life. You're making a decision based on a 14, 15-year-old, aren't you? Right. Because it sounds good at a party. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, psychology, criminology. Oh, that sounds wonderful. Until my first lecture hall of criminology, and I was like, I can't do this. I did the same thing <laughs> with you? psychology oh. and economics. <laughs> like, what? Are you crazy? You don't need to do psychology. <laughs> so, I don't know. Turn up Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Shum 1045. Hey, you got a bunch of gift cards uh, like lying around the house or maybe in your purse or in your, your wallet or anything like that? Because if you do, it might be time to use those gift cards. 
because remember, inflation is going on. Like, yeah, in, like, the economy is like all over the place. Right. And uh, we, we get some words from financial expert Robin Thompson reminding Canadians those old gift cards that you have. You got to use them now because as prices continue to skyrocket, what you would have bought with those gift cards yesterday will not be what you will buy with those gift cards tomorrow. Right. right. I didn't think about that. Have you found, like, I, I, I will tell you, gift cards, there are certain people that get them, yeah. that will use them, and there's some people that forget about them, the majority of people, yeah. and they, they never cash them in. Now, there was that law that said they never, ever expire, because there was a, there was a while that, they, in, in, at least in Canada, they expired, so that's out of the, the thing. But then you hold on to them. For why? For what? Use them right away so you have them. I have a gift card for the Apple Store that I still haven't used. It's sitting, literally sitting on my kitchen counter. How long has it been there? Over a year. I, I got it at a Christmas party. Ah, okay. And I haven't used it. So they're saying use it now because? Uh, because as inflation happens, like, you know. You won't get what you want with Yeah, well, yeah, the, the value of the card, yeah, right. even though it has a dollar amount on it, mm -hmm. I'll, you know, essentially be buying something cheaper later. Yes. If I, Unless I buy something now. The problem is, like, can I get with an Apple card, you know, Apple store gift card? You can buy like a shoelace there. Like everything is expensive. Well, that's the other thing with gift cards, right? You get so much and you're going, I don't really need this. Or I have to buy something else so this will go towards it. Exactly. But that means I'm buying more things. Exactly. And that's not fun. And I don't really need anything right now. Yeah, I know. I hear you. I do. I do. I'll take it. Okay. Well, just remember to do that. All right. <laughs> Use those gift me? cards. That's nice. <laughs> give it to you. Oh, uh, maybe I do. You can get with the amount on this gift card, you can get a keychain. <laughs> it's like there's literally nothing. That's there that what I need. It. Another mug, another frame, another keychain. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Don't forget that. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. I'm sure there are many people who try to curtail the swearing in their language. You know, when you're talking to people, try to, you know, keep it clean. Mm. But there are some benefits to, uh, to using a, you know, dropping a, a little swear bomb every now and then. Yeah. May I, may may I give you the benefits? You you certainly can. I oh. know I, I know one of the benefits for me when something really great happens. Uh huh. That feels good. What, which is your favorite of the swear? Well, like, was just it? Oh, I don't have a favorite. It's just <laughs> I don't have a favorite. It, it depends on. I got a couple. Oh uh, yeah. I no one's ever said, hey, what's your favorite swear? I know when if there's a if there's a if there's a minor car accident or I hurt myself on stupid thing it starts mm. with an s and ends with a t or it depends like that, how that, good the food how is I, I like huh when i swear it depends on how good the food is how good the food is yeah. <laughs> so when it's good food you throw which is your favorite of the swear words yeah when i get hurt i use the s one okay that hurts wow. the s -word. i like the f-bomb yeah. it's, it's just so it's just so universal it can go anywhere right yeah. it's like a good interchangeable it's like yeah sometimes it's, it's good sometimes swear words it is a chameleon yeah um but the benefits are, you know, no. the, the, when you use a swear, it helps you express joy, Aww. right? Like, yeah. you know, if, if you win the lottery, you know, I think that's time to, to drop a couple choice words. Uh -huh. um, also, from a physical standpoint, it actually helps you deal with pain. Like, a swear word kind of takes the edge off of pain a little bit, according to research. Like, sure. when you use the word, because just saying, ah, or, uh, like, it doesn't l release the same type of energy as the swear word right and they they have some studies that have actually proven that um you know in humor 
swear words uh, help you connect with other people too. It lets you know that I feel so comfortable with you that I'm going to say the most unacceptable thing in the language, which is a swear. How about that? <laughs> you know, I've never heard my dad swear in my entire life. Really? Yeah. He said the S word one time, and I was like, Guy, are you good? Really? Like, what's wrong with you? He does not swear. My mom is sweary. Uh, I'm pretty sweary. <laughs> I just got, I just, Do you swear around your mom? No, 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 no. I'm still like 10-year-old in the eyes of right. my, in my head. <laughs> You'll get I, I smacked. Think, the yeah, filter think, goes think, on immediately when I, he walks through that front door. 100%. Soap yeah. in the mouth. Oh, my gosh. Not happening. <laughs> um, also, swearing helps us uh, be more convincing. Like when you're telling a story... When True. you want to elevate the, the urgency. It's the exclamation mark. It is the exclamation yeah, mark. It is the it makes the story go, wow, you yeah. really believe in what you're saying. Yeah. When you yeah. add that swear in there. Yeah. So they do say like that. We know this already. This is kind of a given. You have to be careful about who you swear around because it could really turn them off completely. But sometimes it sounds good in the moment. Yeah. Right. I like turning people off. It kind of like it, it. It helps you trim the fat of the extra things. You know what I mean? I mean, like, okay, go, go. It's, it's, I've never heard it in those terms. That's very interesting. We'll have to study that. <laughs> Trimming the fat. All right. Adding a little salt to what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, yeah, it's yeah. like, all right, good, yeah. good, good. All right, you. You were, if you were on the edge of not liking me, let me just throw you off the edge. I don't know. I don't know. It. I don't think it does that, Jamar. I think it puts a different spin on like your dad, for example. Uh, Azalea. Oh my god, he never does that. So that must really mean something at that well, time. Yeah, if you do hear it. So when he uh, does, it means the most, right? I don't even it think does. he knows It that. does. It's like, funny. whoa. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. Okay, so, uh, you know, if There's you're holding of, your... We can understand why a lot of people are swearing these days. We get it. We it get is it. a very stressful time uh-huh. all around. Yeah. Today, based on what we're looking at in trends and news, uh, a couple swear words, you can use them. You can use them, yeah. Turn up Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. Yeah, celebs do things pretty differently in a lot of ways, especially parenting. Um, we're going to read you a couple of unconventional parenting pieces of advice from celebrities. Pieces of parenting advice there uh-huh. from celebs. I don't know if you're going to follow any of these or maybe if you have some to share. By all means, let us know. <laughs> this one I could kind of understand this was from courtney kardashian this is a piece of parenting advice from her she says ditch the microwave um her quote is i did a lot of health related research and decided to get rid of my microwave when i read that toxins from plastic containers can be transferred to food when reheated uh she's not wrong Mm -hmm. um i i've already i've already thought about this i've always wondered like you know plastics Sitting on my food, reheating it. We already know what's in the plastic. Yeah, but so put it in something else other than plastic. Well, you can't use metal. No, but you um, can use like glass. 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 Right. Right. Glass is probably better. I think maybe wood sometimes. I don't know. Like a wood cutting. I wouldn't do that. Cat? Okay. No. Okay. Um, Anyway, she says ditch the microwave altogether. You know, and taking parenting advice from her is something that I very much. Respect. Okay. How about Pamela Anderson? Will you take ta- parenting advice from her? Give it to me. I want okay. to hear what she has to say. Let the kids experiment. Um, her quote is, we want them to practice safe sex, drinking, and experimenting with drugs in moderation. Find true love. Um, She's the cool mom. You ever had the cool mom? Like, you ever know in your friend group? Oh, yeah. We got to go to their house because their mom's cool. They let us do everything we want. I remember whose house that was. Um, I'm not going to say their name. 
<laughs> but I do remember whose house that was. Clearly, Pamela's house is the cool mom house. Also, she's, you know, beautiful woman. Right. Her, her sons would love to bring their friends over there to say, hey, unconventional parenting. We well. can experiment. Was your was your house the cool mom house? Did everyone come, want to come to Adam's house to do all the experimentation in the basement? No. Okay. But they came to my they came to our house because they could play hockey and just kill my garage door. Right. I let them do that. My house was the very yeah. uncool house. Yeah. Oh, my, was mom, it? my mom told yeah. on everything and all of us oh. all the time. My oh. mom was the stool pigeon of the class. Oh, okay, all right. It was, it was terrible. Well, you know, listen, I, I, I think that, you know, Pamela and Chloe have things to say and I get that. And there's there's they they learn from their time with their kids. But you know, I find them sometimes very interesting people to give advice. But, you know, it seems like Pamela's kids are okay. Okay. Yeah. How about the Bunchin uh, kids? Uh, the Bunchin. Uh, oh, you better believe she keeps them. Brady kids. In order. Okay. No doubt about it. She says, this is her parenting advice. Yeah. Breast milk cures everything. If they had something in their eyes, I'd put breast milk in there. Before <laughs> their flight, I'd get a dropper and put breast milk up their nose to ward off the bacteria on the plane. Breast milk, breast milk, breast milk. Okay. Good advice? From someone who did not breastfeed, I have nothing to say. Gotcha. Gotcha. I tried. It didn't work. Good on Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, any more unconventional parenting advice tips? Definitely share them. Wait to hear what Lisa Welchel says. Oh, Lisa. Is she from Facts of Life? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll tell you that in a couple minutes. Uh, but share your p- advice tips with us at 104.536. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. They'll get you feeling good. From 104.5. Don't you wish your mom was like Christina Aguilera? Why? Naked Sundays. Oh, okay. Um, like Quote from Christina Aguilera. Uh-huh. My son will be growing up in a house where nudity is just the norm. Uh-huh. It's only weird when you shame it. So naked Sundays. Okay, Christina. Can you imagine growing up bottle? in a house? Can you imagine growing up in a house with naked Sunday? That'd be crazy. That'd be well, crazy. I think about um, my parents, and I didn't want to see them naked. I yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think every, anyone wants to. No, I don't want to see myself naked, let alone anybody else. <laughs> this is the thing. Stop. Right? This well, is the you thing. know, I mean, it's just like, what? Yeah, all right. Yeah, That's but, you know, but I, I, I wonder just off that is like, is that the, the only reason we feel that way is because of the way we were raised. Maybe if you raise your yeah. child the other way, it's like True. not a big deal. It, yeah. I just can't picture it. Yeah. I don't want to picture it. Ah, ah, all right. Um, Lisa Welchel from uh, Facts of Life. What does she say? Punish their kids with a dab of hot sauce on the tongue. Oh, my. It does sting, and the memory, the memory stays with them. These are unconventional parenting uh, advice from uh, celebrities. Uh-huh. Okay. That sounds problematic. That, no, but... I don't like that. Do you see the TikTok when a little kid is crying and then the mother takes some whipped cream and squirts it into the kid's <sighs> mouth? I don't like that. That's awful. It, it probably got a lot of laughs and shares on, on social media. Did, but I thought but, that's cruel. Yeah, I'm not sure from a psycho- psychological standpoint oh. if that's... I don't. I just don't know. I don't know. I looked at that, and you know, you 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 go with your gut. I went. That's awful. What are you doing? That's not funny. Well, I mean, whipped cream does taste good. I know, but like it's like like you're not listening to what the kids saying or understanding what they're doing. I mean, they're probably having a fit, as we know three year olds do, right? Yeah. There's no talking them out of it. But it's like really, you're gonna shut them off with whipped cream? I didn't like it. Nope. Well, if there's anything to shut me up with, whipped cream would be the one thing I'd I'd be cool with. (laughs) As an adult. Cool whip. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me see who else. More unconventional parenting tips. Oh, a parent texted us in and said what they do with their child yeah. is anytime the child is out of line, bad or whatever, they pick up the phone and they pretend to be calling the principal from school oh. or Santa. Oh, like that's the person they're reporting oh, to. Oh, that's a good one. Is that a good one? Well, I don't know. The principal maybe, but she's got a line to Santa. How, how about that? It's a very well-connected mother. Yeah, that's really, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, why can't we call him when I'm not bad so I can tell him what I want for Christmas? <laughs> Never happens. Mom. True. And why can't wow. Yeah. Is, look at what you just did. Let me call Santa <laughs> and let him know what you just did. Never. Never. Um, Kristen Bell's unconventional parenting advice. She's pretty tough, that one. Lock the kids in their room so they learn to sleep in their own bed. I, I'm sorry, she says. I know it's un, that it's controversial, but yeah. before we go to bed, we we unlock it. So she tricks them, locks them in the room. Yeah, yeah. Then they go to sleep. Yeah. Traumatized. Because they want to come. Yeah, traumatized. <laughs> and then they, they unlock the door. With you, you know what that's all about. Yeah, I do know what that's all about. Bed, yeah. Yeah, I got. I I have a habit that I'm working on breaking right now on my own. Oh, really? He only wants to sleep with me. Yeah, yeah. And you don't get a good sleep when he does that. No, that's why no. I act the way I do here. No, no, no. <laughs> No, I don't think so, Jamal. You can't hide behind Kofi. <laughs> okay. But I'm telling you, that happens to us, too, when when, when she comes to visit us, our granddaughter. I'm going, no, 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 because I need to sleep, man. i got to keep up with you the next day. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. All <laughs> right. All right. Unconventional parenting tips. They're very unconventional parents, let me tell you. But they were parents. No one. You don't have to get a license to be one of those. Right? And maybe you should. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Turn up Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Chum 1045. Does anybody wish they could walk a bit faster? Uh, there is a solution for you thanks to mechanics and AI. It's called the Shift Moonwalker Shoe. This is a shoe that is battery powered that will help you walk 250% faster. It's a very cool looking thing too. It, it doesn't remind you a little bit of what the kids had, you know, with the with the wheels on the back. Oh, the Heelys? The Heelys. Oh uh, yeah, the Heely shoes. I remember those. Oh, those were like big in like the the two thousands. Like they like every kid had those shoes where they'd have one foot in front and a foot in back and they just kinda like glide. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was very cool. You yeah. see them in the uh, airports and stuff like that in the mall. Yeah. This shoe is a bit different. It's very cool because it almost looks like a roller skate mm-hmm. where a shoe has four uh, wheels on each shoe. Yeah. This thing straps to your existing shoe, and using AI and mechanics, every time you take a step, the wheels move. So, like, say if you step down, the wheels scoot you a bit further, and then when you're about to take your next step, the wheels stop and allow your foot to kind of be locked in place so you can take your next step. And then when you take your next step, and that foot hits the ground, yeah. those wheels spin and move you a little bit further. It's almost like being on your own personal moving escalator, like a moving walkway. Okay, which I, I see faceplant, Marilyn Dennis faceplant. They say this shoe, because of AI, it's using some kind of artificial yeah. intelligence uh, technology to sense the way you walk and to help you not faceplant, as you say, or drift, so you're not so your legs don't go like in a split or anything. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. None of that's gonna happen. The shoe knows your walking pace. Yeah. And will adjust, but just give you a little boost on each step. So the total of the, the boost that you get gives you about a two hundred and fifty percent increase in, in, in propulsion. So we could actually walk to work. Yeah, you could walk to work and get here really fast. Right? 
The only problem is that little bit of a little micro lift on the high on the on the sidewalk. Yeah, can yeah. really cause a problem. So you've got to, yeah, no, right? Because then you can hit your foot on the curb, not yeah. thinking about how much uh, space you got to yeah, step up. Exactly. Got you. I just retweeted one of their videos. It's yeah. a really cool video watching people walk yeah. in these shoes. It's pretty fun, huh? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it brings a brand new, you know, thought to the saying: "You can walk a mile in my shoes," like literally. Um, you couldn't because your would shoes. Would you is, buy this? Yeah, I, I would buy this. This looks fun. I could see this. Right now, it's about a uh, one thousand four hundred dollars US because uh, they're on a Kickstarter trying yeah, to get their funds right, right, up. Yeah, right, 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 right. But if this actually made it to market yeah. and the price went down a little bit, I could see this actually being a thing that a lot of people use. Would market. you wear a helmet? Uh, I think probably. I would. Tip. Maybe I don't know. I mean, the guys in this video don't seem to be wearing helmets. Well, so. they're cool. Because they've done this, they've been right. working on it. I forgot how uncool I was. Well, I, well, I, you know, I just look at people that were, were, um, <laughs> sit on those unicycles now. Yes. And like, what are you? No, as the other said, no handles, no helmet. Oh yeah, them scooters. And the scooters, yeah, too, but these are unicycles. Yo, those scooters goes, those scooters and those little one wheel things. Yeah. They go so fast. Yes. Like when I see those guys zooming down Ooh. the bike lane. Yeah. I'm just like, yo, one mistake. You're your head over heels going across the pavement. Yeah. Wow. And those guys said it's exhausting riding those because you're using all of your muscles in your body, your core, your legs, your oh. holding up. Wow. That's hard work. But maybe the shoes are the answer. Maybe the shoes are the answer. They they bring seem, the price down, maybe I'll look. They seem to be like a happy medium between like these uh, hyper scooters and yeah. you know walking. How so fun. We'll retweet this right now so you sure. can see it. They're called Shift Robotics Moonwalker Shoes. 250% increase in speed walking. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. From 104.5. Was making a comeback. Um, do you remember in the 90s where all of a sudden everyone had converted from regular roller skating to inline skating or rollerblading? Yes, and I've got to tell you, I was the one that had the regular roller skates that you just kind of clamped it around your shoe, and you wore a key around your neck. Okay? <laughs> Yo, that is like... That's retro. That's, that's super, super retro. Well, that's also hand-me-down stuff because I was the third child. That's but <laughs> I was so jealous of all the people that could get on rollerblades. Ah, I envied them. I, at what point, I had like a, I had a rollerblading uh, period of my life. Did you? Yeah, like, so rollerblading, you had people who rollerbladed and you had like people what we called aggressive skating. Yeah. Where you get like the modified, you remember those aggressive skates? You had like the, the uh, modified rollerblades where you could like slide on rails and do like oh. uh, stair uh, grinds Tricks. and Tricks. things like that. Tricks, go to the park and, you know, do all types of right. illegal stuff essentially. But rollerblades kind of went out of style at some point. All at one point, sudden. there's a whole documentary about this on Netflix, actually. Is there? Yeah, how, like, the demise of rollerblading. At some point, it became really, it was very cool, and then it became very uncool to rollerblade. And I think at one point, the only people rollerblading were people who were training for hockey. Oh. Like, it, just, like, it just kind of disappeared at some right, point. Right, 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 right. Um, it looks like inline skating is coming back, which is really funny. Because you guys remember during the pandemic when we were all trying to find different pastimes and things do to do. something outside. Skating became a thing. Yeah. All of a sudden, everyone was skating, like disco skating. <laughs> like they did that pop-up under the bridge yeah. here the belt in Toronto. Line, the, uh, is it? Not the Beltline, but the, yes, I know what you're Bentway? Is that where it was? Is it Beltline? Bentway. Bentway. Under the Bentway. Yeah. Like There was a whole thing. There was a, yeah. a roller skating resurgence. Yeah. And people were dancing and people were putting Instagram videos and TikTok videos of doing these like 
really elaborate roller skating dances. That's gone now. Inline rollerblading is coming back, which is funny. It's like things are just going, it's ping-ponging back and yeah. forth. So now, like, let's think about how long ago you did that. And when you did, you did probably really well with that. Oh, yeah, we yeah. were doing that. Like, we were carrying skates everywhere. We, yeah. like, carry skates, walking down the street, get on the train, get off the train, throw your skates on. Like, like it was it was a thing. Did was... you do that thing that I'm always jealous of when I saw at Venice Beach where the guys are just, like, they kind of cross over their... Oh, their yeah, that was... And then they do, they turn around, and then their hair is flying in the wind, and then they turn around, and they come back again. Yes. Chrissy cry. Minus the hair good? flying in the wind part. Right. At that point, I was probably uh, wearing a backwards cat. But you could do that, right? You could do that. You could stop on a dime. Oh, that was the tip of the iceberg. Ah, we, we, we were doing We were doing pretty break-your-arm type stuff. Yeah. But... Rollerblading, once again, if you look around, you're going to start seeing more people. I mean, the New York Times even covered this recently. Yeah. They said, you're going to see more people inline skating more and more and more. Um, just be careful. You might not be as good as you remember. Okay, let me tell you one thing I could do. That's right. One thing I could do. See if you could do this on your line skates. Uh-huh. My old-fashioned skates with a key around my neck. Squat down, one leg out, go down the hill, and then do a spiral. Now, mind you, I was a little kid. <laughs> and I had a lot of scratches on my knees and stuff. Did, could you do that? Uh, that might be tough on inline skates. That's what I was wondering about that. Yeah, that would be tough on an all inline right, skate. All right, all right. So I, I got one trick up my sleeve. Okay. But okay. I'm not getting on rollerblades, let me tell you. Okay. That, well, that ship has sailed. Well, yeah. if the uh, the ship is still in the dock, I want to get the uh, the skate the rollerblades out because it's, uh, it's on trend right now. Wild. Um, you know what else is on trend? We're going to talk to you about a change to a, a movie company you know very well. Next. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. Good idea, bad idea. You decide uh, an interesting pairing of companies. It looks like AMC Theaters has form- formed a partnership with Zoom. Uh-huh. Zoom as in the uh, the app that you've been using ever since everyone said to stay home and work from home. Yeah. Um, how is that going to work together, might you ask? Let me explain. What happens is AMC is now going to give patrons an opportunity to do Zooms from theaters. If that makes you cringe like it did for me, let me further explain. What they're going to do is enable people, companies... Private, you know, uh, private, uh, I guess a person can come in and say, I need a theater and I'm going to rent it out as a Zoom room. Yeah. And I'm going to do a Zoom room. A Zoom room, exactly. Yeah, and I'm yeah. going to do a the surround sound. With the surround sound? Yeah, uh, yeah. And that's the other part about it. It's all the things that come with an AMC movie theater yeah. the surround sound, you got all the service, snacks, beverages, all the things that they have at a movie theater. This will now be the 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 place where your zoom takes place from and then from that room yeah. or that theater rather yeah. you can zoom anybody and anyone can check into your room so it, it's like a venue now uh, yeah it is a venue it's like let's gather together let's meet at the mall uh-huh. where the amc uh, theater is right and uh the meetings only take so long and we'll get it done it, 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 hopefully everything will be clear and done and then do you think their their thought is well you know those uh, seats are sitting with uh, empty. Yeah. So we fill that up. Do you think they'll stay for a movie? Do you think that maybe the boss would say, I, like, let's, let's say the meeting. I know the type of person I am. Yeah. And that would be the first thing that would go through my mind after that Zoom meeting's over. What, what's playing next? And I, I'd 
look at their schedule and be like, oh, wow, Avatar, Way of Water is playing in like 10 minutes? Yeah. Yeah, let me try it. So to entice bosses, enticing people to get in front of that big screen again, yeah. mind you, you can have your, you know, popcorn and everything. Have that meeting and say, okay, everyone take a bathroom break. When you come back, I, the company, whatever the company is, Bell, I'm going to have you sit down if you want to to watch Avatar on us. How about that? That would lure me in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get some work done. Have a little snack. Go pee. Watch a movie. Well, I mean, all in a day. Let's think about it. I mean, these movie theaters got a real hit. Oh, they did during the pandemic, and they're, yeah. they're struggling to come back. Yeah. This is an alternative source of revenue for our AMC, as they see it. Yeah. Small, medium, large size groups, depending on the city, yeah. depending on the location. You book a movie theater for your Zoom. And now they've got another product to offer patrons who are coming yeah. to that location. You can right. not only do movies here, but you can come here for, for meetings. I love it. I think it's a pretty good idea if you want to gather people together and, and uh, have a, um, what are you talking about, that, that audience that is right there for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Like, like, yeah. We're, we're, what better place to do, yeah. a, uh, to do a presentation than a, a place with a big screen, lots of seats, and gum underneath. Each one of them, right? Miss those days. Uh, why don't you let us know if you would ever do a Zoom meeting yeah. at an AMC theater? Uh, you can text us at 104.536. But uh, right now in 2023, these are going to be happening in the U.S., about 17 locations. And they're maybe going to go uh, international. We'll see meeting, if we get here. It's not like a meeting anymore, Jamar. It's a meeting experience. A meeting experience. It's surround sound. Yeah. Yep. You can hear your voice, your your, vo- your boss's voice in surround Dolby Digital. Ugh. Love you. <laughs> Turn up Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. So like <laughs> the cool, the thing to do now is use artificial intelligence to kind of give us a view of what future events will look like because the AI just crunches the numbers yeah. and does all the algorithms and say if everything stays the course, this is what this will be like. The latest picture that AI has uh, modeled for us is a picture of what people might look like in the year 3000. We're in 2023 right now. 3000 is a long time away. Hopefully humans are still here. But if we are still here in the year 3000, AI has given this terrifying model of a person. I don't even want to call it a person. It it reminds me of of Schmeagel. Gollum from uh-huh. Lord of the Rings. It looks really, really it, terrible. It, it does. Right? It looks bad. My precious. That's what it looks like. literally the thing it's that terrifying. it's bad. Um it's this big head. Um we're gonna apparently have a second eyelid, Marilyn. Why? A second eyelid to protect our eyes from the blue light that's coming off of all of the screens that we're watching. Now, right now, if you wear like uh, prescription sunglasses or sun or prescription glasses, you can get the blue filter. Yeah, on your on glasses, glasses yes. um, to protect your eyes from the sure. the uh, ultraviolet. Uh, maybe it's I don't know what I know what it is, is, but I know a lot. Of, I saw people on Zoom wearing that a lot. Yeah. Yes, the blue light filter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're saying we will eventually evolve to have another eyelid that just does that for us. Wow. Um, the other thing is hunched back, arched back and neck, like we're hunched over because we're always looking down at our phones. Yeah. So our posture is just going to eventually evolve to where that is the yeah. neutral position. <laughs> does that mean our our knuckles are going to be dragging on the floor. Might be. We might go back to that. We might go back to that. Yep. Um, thicker skull and smaller brains. Well, that's happening right now in the United States of America. Yeah, yeah. We have. We do have a lot of thick skull <laughs> friends down under. No, but but below okay, us. thick skull because why? Why would that? Um, I would say probably because of concussions and uh, and impact. You know, I mean, from maybe, looking down at your phone trying to get. I don't know if the phone has <laughs> much to do with that, but um. 
Yeah. Uh, okay. Maybe uh, at some point all the all the head trauma we're having will just uh, well, become that's, part of that's life. An interesting thing. But a smaller brain, I think so because things are doing things for you, right? Yeah, I guess so. That's right. Smaller, yeah, yeah, smaller brain, brain because right. we're not using our brain. We're as not much. using our brain. Okay. Um, text claw, text claw, just you know. Right now, okay. kind of pantomime the way you hold your phone. Yeah. You see how you hold your phone yeah. like that? Now remove the phone, but leave your hand the way it is. That's not pretty. That's called text claw. <laughs> You're just going to look like a <laughs> like you have a claw. Our hands will just be like a text claw. It looks really... That's kind of bizarre. not attractive. But I get it. Can you imagine? Like, no. You know, when you look at someone attractive, have they, uh, you put your hands like this with your nails. We're going to do the, the ugly way. I'm not going to be a text claw hand model, I'll tell you that. Text neck. Yeah, that's happening now. Yeah. For sure. Text neck is already going down. And one of the last um, ev- evolutionary uh, traits we'll have is what they call the 90-degree elbow. Talk to me about that. Like your elbow, instead of going just, I guess, Straight. 45 degrees, I don't know what it is. It would go full 90 degrees. Ah. It'll be, no, it'll be this way, 90 degrees. Because you're this oh, because you're holding the phone. phone. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm right. I'm doing the, uh, the degrees yeah. wrong. Yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. it won't go... All the way, it it'll go just it 90 degrees. It won't go 180. Ex- it won't extend. It'll only be half so far. That stinks. Yeah. 90 degree elbow. So that means <laughs> the phone is affecting everything we do. And that means when you sit down and have dinner, if we still sit down and have dinner, that etiquette will be completely different, right? I guess Holding so. Things. That, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, I mean, okay. I, I mean, right now it's hard to get away at a table and tell people put your phones away. You're gonna sound like really kind of preachy no, but, if you do that. But if I have a text claw yeah. and my arm can only go 90 degrees, <laughs> how am I supposed to eat? Turn up Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast. It'll get you feeling good from 104.5. Yeah, the early bird gets the worm. Uh, the early bird, according to this uh, study we're reading here, might get more than the worm. We might get the brain power. Um, I don't know. I when I when Being that we wake up so early, I tend to feel like like a like a, in a fog, yeah. but it looks like we have the leg up on people who wake up later than us. Yeah. yeah, A study out of the University of Ottawa says that people who wake up early, like early risers, actually have superior verbal skills than the night owls, than the people who get up really late. As you clearly hear every morning on this show, very I guess clear, it, very concise. A little silly. I I guess it does take a, a certain amount of brain power to be able to put together a sentence this early in the morning. Yeah, but try to – like I say to my husband at night, I, he has to tell me a story. I'll say, what about your day? And I go, I, I, I can't put words together anymore. Yeah, I'm done I talking. I talked out. I'm done talking. I can't even put thoughts together. I love you so much, but I can I, we'll have to revisit this because I can't do it. I just – it's you know, my brain is already spent. Dr. Stuart Fokel. Uh, a neuroscientist at the University of Ottawa, their school of psychology, said that people who wake up earlier have superior verbal ability and skills, maybe even some intelligence benefits because of the the rhythm of waking up early in the morning. Yeah. Like and, getting the brain going this early. Yeah. And so what I really loved about this study, and I really feel this way, same thing with kids. Mm-hmm. It says the brain really craves regularity. Yeah. And for us to be optimal in our own rhythm is to stick to the schedule. Yeah. So that's why they say, you know, you can't make up for lost sleep. We know that. But if you get up at the same time every day. Now, it's a little hard for us because I don't want to get up so early on Saturday and Sunday. Mm -hmm. But my brain does wake up and I go, it's okay. It's Saturday, Sunday. But I like the regularity of it because at least I'm on a schedule. 
at least I know when I'm going to be maybe the brightest I can be for the day. Yeah. That's when most decisions I'm going to make. Mm-hmm. I don't make decisions after 12, <laughs> ever. <laughs> I never a- make decisions on Mondays and Fridays. Mondays, I'm kicking off the week. Friday, I feel good about everything. I'll sign up for everything. Yeah, well, maybe that's why I make so many bad decisions. Because <laughs> they're all after 12. Yeah, right. I, I, I right. stop doing that. Yeah, so if you cut, if you do a cutoff time, no Monday, no Friday, I'll get back to you on that. It's a great thing to say to people because mm-hmm. they've thought about it a long time before they've asked you. Yeah. When do you feel sharpest during the day? Like, what is the sharpest hour um, for you? You might be experiencing it right now. Yeah. I don't know. I'd say sometime around... Sometime, some part of this show is my sharpest hour. Yeah. Right after the show is one of the worst parts of the day for me. We have these meetings with our boss right after the show. Sometimes I fall asleep in her face. <laughs> like I'm just like nodding off as she's talking to me. And I know she sees it. I think she's just being nice and not yeah, calling yeah. me out for it. It's hard. But that, like, that's the worst time of the day for me. What would and... be a better time for you to have a meeting? Because no time would be good for me. Uh... Yikes. Let me know what you want, yeah. and I'll, I'll get back to you on that. Even like a Saturday on an email <laughs> or something. <laughs> that's Saturday. I, I don't know. Don't start that. <laughs> no, we're not Don't send an email. How about like, like please? <laughs> see, my thing is. Maybe a Sunday over text. <laughs> see, I miss these meetings because so I have to go get ready for hair and makeup. Believe you me. It's like I just, I'm any, everything I can to keep it going. But, Jamar, don't suggest new things that we're not used to. <laughs> okay. That Sometimes was... when you come right after after a show, though, you get it done. Yeah. Then you can continue on with your But day. I definitely fall off a cliff yeah, in I terms of my life. You need to eat breakfast. Yeah. That's yeah, what you that's need, what to, need do. to do too. Yeah. Anyway. So if you're waking up this early, which I know you are, yeah. we have the edge. We are much smarter than everyone else that wakes up after us. Welcome to the Smart Kids Club. The smart table. Yeah, yeah. Like Very good. Very good to hear. Turn up. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Podcast. They'll get you feeling good. From 104.5. Logos are very important. Like the logo for a company, in my opinion, lets you know how to feel about the company. Yeah. I think the logo projects a mood, an aesthetic. I guess that goes without saying. But it just kind of lets you know, is this my type of product or not, depending on the logo. I think logos are very important. So we got a list of 101 logos uh, most the famous, most famous logo. logos yeah and what's the most famous logo of all time well i'm gonna have say. you guess that i'm gonna have you guess that right now think I, about I it i was gonna say i like. haven't looked at the list yet yeah i was gonna say the coca-cola logo you're right on that's a very that's an iconic logo right winner winner yeah that's right so it, that's the number one most famous logo it's been around forever like it's been around for like in the i think i'm gonna say 30s i mean it's just yeah it's just that it's, it's pretty old, yeah. right? Like it, that when you think of Coca-Cola through the generations. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Now, throughout time, you know, there's been a lot of great logos. Some of the, these things remind you of your, you know, your childhood. Yeah. What do you think number two is? I was gonna say Apple. I think the Apple logo is pretty iconic. It's it's there. It's it's Not Apple is it's it's in the top ten Apple. Okay. Uh, it's number seven. Number two. Okay. Think think about think about um, multicolored. Multicolored logo. Toys R Us. Nope. Uh, multicolor. Number two. A multicolor logo. Uh, can you give me another hint? Or uh, it would be a, too much of a giveaway. You're looking something up on your computer. Oh, Google. Google. Google logo is. That's I, right. Yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah. But it's not as old as some of the other logos. No, it's, it's not. But it's still the most recognized. Yeah, and I mean, we all know Google. What a great, uh, you know, uh, was it a search engine company? What do you yeah. think number three is? Now, the three is to me was I thought was going to be number two. Okay. And I just think about sports. I think about athletes. I think about just one okay. mark. Okay. 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 
Nike. That's it. That logo. That logo is so simple. That's right. And it's everything. The swoosh. Yeah, I've got a Nike logo on right now. There you go. Yeah, if you think about it, think about how many logos you might be wearing at this time. Yeah. Number number four was Microsoft. Number five. Number five. The fifth most popular. I'm going to say you 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 go to this every once in a while. Starbucks. Well, I don't. No, it's it's in the, that's in the top ten, but oh. that's not the one. Okay. You're on a road trip and you're hungry. Where do you go? McDonald's. You got it. McDonald's. You got it. Uh, why don't you text us one zero four five three six? Tell us what your favorite logo is. Starbucks was number six. Was it? Okay. Mm-hmm. But it tells you when you look at all these logos. You know, I mean, the Olympics are up there too at number yep. twelve. Yep. But you look at Facebook, like back in the day, it's you know very plain looking. Amazon, mm-hmm. very plain looking. With the smile at the bottom. With the it. smile at the bottom. It is really not convoluted, right? It's There's not a lot to it. Very clear printing, and, and the color makes a big difference. I'm going to say, in a lot of cases, guys, the background is white. Yep. Plain. Plain. And it just stands Simple the ba- on its own. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, pretty amazing. Do so you want to know what 101 was? What was the 101th most popular logo? Bic. The big pens, 101st. <laughs> Very nice. Big. The little guy with the black ball head and the, yeah, the big logo. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. From 104.5. Hey, podcast listener. Thank you for listening. Um, as a special bonus for checking us out on our podcast, we've got an exclusive contest running this week until Sunday, November 13th at 11.59 p.m. Just head to the website, chum1045.com, and enter the keyword, throw. You could score a pair of tickets to see the Raptors take on the Heat on Wednesday, November 16th. That's throw. Enter it at chum1045.com now. Good luck. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. Chum1045. Podcast.